SBS Radio. China's ambassador to Australia says relations between the two countries are at a new juncture following recent ministerial talks. Ambassador Xiao Shang's comments follow a meeting between Defence Minister Richard Miles and his Chinese counterpart, General Wei Feng, in Singapore. The relationship has been in a deep freeze since Australia called for an investigation into the origins of COVID-19, which triggered several disputes with its number one trading partner. Tensions have increased in recent months following China signing a new security pact with the Solomon Islands while also seeking arrangements with other Pacific nations. But now Mr Xiao says China is committed to working with Australia. He says China is looking to have more discussions with Australia on sustainable, sustainable development with Pacific countries and cooperation in the region. And some experts say people shouldn't be so quick to characterise a meeting of Australia's Defence Minister and his Chinese counterpart as a breakthrough. It comes as Deputy Prime Minister Richard Miles met with General Wei Feng at an international forum in Singapore on Sunday the 12th of June. Following the talks, China's ambassador to Australia, Xiao Chan, has described relations between the two countries at a new juncture. The Australian Strategic Policy Institute Senior Analyst in Defence, Strategy and Capability, Dr Malcolm Davis, has told SBS News there is still a long way to go until the relationship is restored. I think that what it is, it's the beginning of a process of discussion uh, that will be fraught with risk in terms of breakdowns and in terms of the Chinese demanding we make all sorts of concessions, which we shouldn't make. Um, and we need to recognise that it's not just about Australia and China in terms of issues such as trade. It's also about the broader issues of China's behaviour in the Indo-Pacific region, concerns over Taiwan, the South China Sea and the South Pacific. Brisbane-based barrister and Warramunga man Lincoln Crowley has been sworn in as a judge of the Queensland Supreme Court. Justice Crowley is the very first Indigenous person to be appointed to a Supreme Court bench in Australia. In his speech, he mentioned incidences of racism in his early life and career. He says diversity matters and that Indigenous people should be represented more at the highest levels of politics and the judiciary. Mr Crowley says it's a remarkable achievement. I'm extremely proud and humbled today to be the first Indigenous person to be appointed as a judge of this court. It's remarkable in so many ways. Remarkable for me that I am the first and remarkable for our community that it has taken so long for this occasion to arrive. And Queensland and New South Wales have been warned of a potential blackout on Monday night due to power shortages. The Australian energy market operator says there's a lack of energy reserve, meaning demand is likely to be higher than supply in some states. People in Queensland have been advised to conserve electricity from 5pm until 11pm on Monday night, while New South Wales needs to conserve power from 8pm. It's a result of skyrocketing energy prices with the AEMO setting an energy, energy price cap on Sunday, limiting the wholesale energy price to 300 megawatts per hour. 
And New South Wales Premier Dominique Perrottet says he wants to abolish stamp duty for property purchases but needs the federal government's support. Mr Perrottet wants to phase out the one-off government fee and replace it with an annual land tax. He says it's called stamp duty, the worst tax that any government can have. Mr Perrottet says more will be revealed when the New South Wales budget is handed down next week. What you'll see in the upcoming budget, there's a lot more to come, um, uh, including, including announcements in relation to housing affordability. And, um, and obviously stamp duty is the biggest impediment particularly for young people, getting their keys to their very first home. The new independent member for Kuyong, Dr Monique Ryan, says her supporters have been receiving misogynistic, racist and threatening anonymous handwritten letters in their mailboxes. Ms Ryan has urged anyone who has received such a letter to go to the police. She says the Australian Federal Police and Victoria Police have been informed. And some 11 people have died of COVID-19 in Australia on Monday the 13th of June, with Victoria reporting the highest number of cases at 5,079. Western Australia has 4,800 cases, followed by New South Wales with 4,600 and Queensland with 2,513 infections. South Australia has reported 2,022 cases, Tasmania 489 and the Northern Territory has reported 110 cases. And New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern has reshuffled her cabinet to improve the government's response to gang violence. Ms Ardern says long-serving MPs Trevor Mallard and Chris Farfoy are leaving Parliament. Speaker Mallard was first elected in 1984 and will be taking up a diplomatic post in Europe, while Mr Farfoy leaves behind the justice, immigration and broadcasting portfolios. The Prime Minister Putu Williams will be moved from her police portfolio to conservation and disability issues. Porto and I share a view that at this time it's critical that our focus and time is on supporting the police, implementing our record investment in the front line, passing our further gun law reforms and developing additional measures to deal with the current escalation in gang tensions and violence. That focus currently has been lost. Porto is a capable minister and retains my confidence. That's why she is still in Cabinet. But change is required. The Sydney Morning Herald has removed a controversial column amid accusations the paper looked to out Rebel Wilson as being in this new same-sex relationship. The article has since been replaced with an explanation and apology to the Australian actress. In the original story, columnist Andrew Hornery wrote that he erred on the side of caution and emailed Ms Wilson's representatives during the week to give the actress two days to comment on her new relationship with LA-based designer Ramona Agruma before publication. Ms Wilson didn't reply and instead posted about her Disney princess on Instagram. The post provoked Mr Hornery to lament 42-year-old Wilson's gazumping of the story. Mr Hornery says he made mistakes and will learn from them. 
and a trucker strike in South Korea has entered its seventh day. The unionised workers are demanding higher pay, but the demonstrations are putting further strain on the economy. Unshipped automobile products, steel, cement and liquor are forcing some companies to stall their plans due to a lack of space to store the items. It comes as the country's newly elected president, Yoon Suk-yul, is in the midst of his fifth week in office. And now a look at sport for today. And Western Bulldogs coach Luke Beveridge says the AFL should scrap its illicit drugs policy, which sees players receive three strikes if they return a positive drug test. It follows images that emerged of a Bulldogs midfielder, Bailey Smith, holding a plastic bag containing a white substance. The AFL's illicit drug policy differs, differs rather from the anti-doping code, which focuses on performance-enhancing drugs. Beveridge says he's a big believer that the AFL's current policy should disappear. None of us really feel it works. Um, ultimately, you know, the clubs, the people, the constituents at the football clubs are here to help and support our players. Um, and essentially any player with a um, you know, clinically diagnosed mental health challenge will never be exposed to the, um, the policy anyway. Regardless of when you're tested or how often you're tested, you're always going to um, get a pass. And now for a look at today's weather for this Wednesday afternoon. And Perth today, showers and 19. Adelaide, showers developing 17. Melbourne, possible showers developing and 13. Hobart, partly cloudy and 12. Canberra, morning frost, partly cloudy and 11. Wollongong, mostly sunny, 16. Sydney, almost sunny and 17. Newcastle, sunny and 17. Brisbane, possible afternoon showers, 22. Cairns, mostly sunny, 27. And in the top end, Darwin, sunny and 33 degrees. Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from.